Marty in the Morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Keep living the life you love. Jack, good morning. Good morning, Marty. Thank you for getting up in the middle of the night to be with us this morning. Dedication. Just just for you. you know? <laughs> yeah, there is that. There is that in fairness to you. Um, you're, up, you're up literally in the middle of the night. Well, I get up in the middle of the night every day. Um, so, But you had a long journey to make today. So, Crack it uh, on from yeah, Cork. So from, thank from, you for uh, joining us. No problem. My yeah. pleasure. Um, you, you're up to all sorts. Um, but you've been away. You've been away. I want to talk to you about the project that you're working on at the moment with Brendan Bean and stuff. I love that Patsy Klein song. Thank you. Um, And you do tend to pick people or moments or circumstances and say, I can do something around that yeah, story. It, it takes me out of my own head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's sometimes not a bad place to be, with respect. Yeah, just the of idea course. of just kind of doing something else. Um, but you do that, don't you? You, you? you tend to kind of find not, not the usual subjects or not the usual areas yeah. and you take it off into somewhere else. I love John Prine and, and he um, yes. he did a lot of third person songs and ultimately they're, they're there is probably elements of yourself in the characters you're writing about, but um, sure. just character studies, you know. And yeah. uh, and uh, Patsy Klein was a great singer, so she was. Uh, she deserves she, to be in a song, and she was also quite a character. <laughs> she was, yeah. um, you know, and uh, a woman ahead of her time in her business, very if much, you will, yeah. uh, because she was very much uh, a sad story, of course, but uh, some 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 great moments in there and, and great success. Uh, you're in Paris. And you are claiming that you were researching when you were in Paris. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, now, I just, Paris is one of the most beautiful places in the world, as we know. It's incredible. Um, when were you there? I was there in July. Um, I applied for an artistic uh, residency at the Centre Culturel d'Irlandais. Hope I pronounced it right. Yeah. And um, I, I was surprised to, to get the residency. I, you know, you apply for these things every so often. Sure. And my proposal was... Um, it changed a couple of times. It it it, it uh, um, evolved, but I wanted to look at how Bean spent time in Paris and Oscar Wilde as well, and even Roger Casement, um, and how they went from Ireland, which I suppose for them in their lives might have been quite oppressive at the time in Paris. You know, it was this beacon of light and freedom. Well, and it wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it? Paris always had that kind of openness about Absolutely. it. That uh, yeah. you could go there and be yourself. Exactly. Which is the, the line always, yeah. isn't it? You know, that certainly wasn't possible in this country for a no, long time. No, not for a long time. Um, and were you concentrating on being because of the centenary or, were you, or was it all about the three of them? It was about the three of them, but, okay, but uh, the centenary was, um, was a lovely... Uh, you know, um, Link. Link. Yeah. And um, yeah. I've always been fascinated by him. He always reminded me. I loved Tom Waits growing up and his the whole right. myth around him and the caricature yeah. he created. And being, um, you know, he was so quick with his wit and um, his, his his jibes. It's interesting you should you should juxtaposition himself with Tom Waits. I hadn't thought of that before. Yeah. We went to see Tom Waits. Have you seen Tom Waits? I saw him in, in Edinburgh a, right. a couple of years ago and there was a, a bulb just above his head. A single bulb. And like. pots and pans and a oh, piano yeah. and a guitar and that was it. He was... Was he good? Amazing. Yeah. We saw him in the Olympia years ago and I remember saying to my wife, he's not going to make it to the end of the year. Um, <laughs> and he was in, he was just inspiring. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's married to an Irish woman. Should yeah, look at that's right. Look, that's, that's where that's he what, says he gets all the dark inspiration. <laughs> I, think that's how, <laughs> I think that's what keeps him going. Yeah, probably. Uh, but that's an interesting juxtaposition, him and uh, yeah. Tom Waits and Brendan B. And I hadn't thought of that before. Yeah. But yeah. he um, he wrote a lot of very funny poems. There's one about him being in Paris and he's broke um, 
and he is reciting Joyce to these Russian uh, businessmen in some um, uh, Syrian saloon, and he he gets drinks basically by reciting Joyce. The more he recites, the more they buy him uh, around. <laughs> so there's that side, and then but then I found this poem Oscar and. A guy who was on residency with me, Bob Gallagher, who's singing on it as well. There's a lovely link there. Yeah. Um, he, he was making, uh, he was researching a film about Frank Francis Bacon. And he um, used to come into the chapel every day. The centre is this beautiful courtyard. Have you been there? It's absolutely no, beautiful. I have never been there. And there's incredible links with Just Ireland. It's the cultural centre of the Ireland. Yeah, okay. very near the Pantheon, but you could be oh, anywhere. Right. It could be an old courtyard, like on a farm, you know, outside of the city. So sure. it's, it's this amazing space, and yet it's in the heart of Paris. And get up in the morning and go into the chapel, and it's, it's a bit of a weird irony, or you know, singing songs about Oscar Wilde in a church. Yeah, but it was wonderful. The space and the, there was a sense of spirituality. So did you stay there? there? I stayed there. Ah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. trying to figure. So you, so you really did. Yes, literally. Kind of immerse yourself in yeah. in the place. And, and absolutely. The, how long did you actually stay there? It was a month. So right. for all of July, and particularly after the pandemic, Fabulous. it was deferred for a, you know a year and a half. Yeah. Then to be able to go over there and. Um, so anyway, sorry, you're in the church. In the church, singing away, and um, Bob brought in this poem, you know, about Oscar Wilde in his last few days, and you know the story. He was um, he was dying, impoverished in a in an old um, Parisian hotel, yeah. and he said he looked up at the wallpaper and which was ghastly, and he said one of us has to go. <laughs> <laughs> so humor to the but, end. But but the words are so, and it's a translation. It was written Asquelga, but um, Ulick O'Connor translated into English and the words are just so poignant and it shows another side of Behan you know his empathy for Wilde at that time and it shows yeah. the vulnerability of Behan you know outside of all the bravado and the Well isn't that the thing because there was that sense of uh, look at him you know oh, yeah. giving it welly and all man, this, but, yeah, yeah. but in fact behind it the artist was oh, yeah. quite different if you will yeah, very sensitive and yeah. um, it's beautiful you know and it, it really captures Oscar at that time When you were there what was it like uh, trying to imagine these guys back in the day? How did you, you know, because you translated into the music and the song, but in terms of the, of the moment, trying to imagine what it was like for them in that city, you've talked about being, like, it, it's, it's hard to comprehend how they didn't go daft as brushes when they were over there. <laughs> I think they did a little bit. <laughs> a li- well, yeah. But isn't it? That whole yeah. sense of what life would have been like. Yeah, it just, it just must have been a revelation, you know, yeah. particularly... And they loved Ireland, both of them. Um, but I think, I think, being particularly from what I've read, he, he almost had a sense, maybe an idealised sense that that, that that they kind of enlightened Ireland um, of myth and legend and heroes and you know mysticism could be kind of recreated in Paris. Yes, um, yeah. and he certainly wrote a lot over there and plays and um, you know he he was almost seen as a he was very respected in Paris too. You know, after some time. Um, and it's almost similar to some of the jazz musicians that I've read about, like Miles Davis and, and Ella Fitzgerald. They were in America. They were often, um, you know, I think Ella had to sleep in the stable one time in one of the southern states while her white band were put up in the hotel. And yet in Paris, they were lauded as gods. That's know? right. And Nina Simone, right. I don't think, ever went back after. No. So there is this, even, even though France has its own, you know, colonial history, I, th- I think they really respect artists, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and 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 therefore, the people are in some ways astonished at how they're treated when they go there yeah. because it's so different and yes. has been so different through the yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, people, I'm dying to play it. Um, I um, no, uh, can I hold off for, for a second? Do you mind? Of course. Um, 
for ages and ages and ages, and I know it did you no good, we were playing opera on the top, to the top floor, which I still think is a great piece of music. Yes. Um, can you do that live? Can you, do, you, do, you, do you play that when you... I do, yeah. You do, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the finest pieces. Um, and we have lots of singer-songwriters coming in here. And I'm a, I'm a devil for the singer-songwriter, as you probably know. Of course. Um, but I think opera to the top floor is absolutely stunning. Does opera figure in your head? At any time. I know I'm going to go back to Oscar, don't worry. It does. I, I grew just, up like listening to a huge amount of different music. My parents are incredibly eclectic. I heard everything from Planksty to Bob Dylan to Christopherson to Ella Fitzgerald to Rory Gallagher. Um, and I heard a lot of Pavarotti. Apparently they used to play me Pavarotti to put me to sleep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's not normally what you use them for. No, uh, but uh, <laughs> something resonated. And, I, you know, even though I played a lot of different music up to, up to now... I did. I was classically trained on piano, and I played clarinet in the National Youth Orchestra. So, I ha- I definitely have a. Even if I'm writing a rock song or a folk song, there's, there's that other element. There's always that little. You know, I need to put an extra few chords here. Isn't that amazing? Know? It stays with. Yeah, you. it does. Yeah. But yeah. the opera and opera in the top floor, I suppose. It, again, it's a character study. It's about this dude who ran Mike the Poison the stole, and he had another life. He had another existence. He was he was the man in the bar and one of the lads, never married, never had kids, and he never told this room, the sanctuary he'd go up to when he closed up and he'd he'd paint. He was a beautiful painter and he'd listen to Opera. Puccini and Verdi and they found it after he died, you know. I it's just, thought, just a wonderful it's story. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Um and I must say hello to Aidan who 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 uh, is his nephew, who told me the story which which uh, gave birth to the song. I often I often thought when I would listen to the song that it would make a lovely Drama. It would make yeah. a lovely, you know, one hour piece of film. Yes. You know, you think yeah. about someone like uh, the paintings of L.S. Lowry and, mm. and the sort of stories that came out of his paintings. Yes. And just the idea of that. It's very sad. It's very poignant it's in many ways. It's very poignant, yeah. But I think it would make a lovely film. It would. And you're the man for the soundtrack. I'm just saying. <laughs> there you go. Just while we're here, this is Opera to the Top Floor. And as I say, we'll come back to, uh, we'll come back to, to Oscar in a moment. Bless from a jukebox The lads I grew up with Play a guitar conjuring youth I know we've took, taken ourselves away from Oscar and Brenda, but it, I don't, I don't care. Uh, Jack O'Rourke <laughs> is with me, and uh, having made the journey all the way from the south, why wouldn't I? From Cork, That's gorgeous. Um, I just love that. I, I really do. I really do. Thank you. Um, as we said, there's a visual in it that is well. That's very important to you, isn't it? That you create this this, this imagery when you write, um, and it's important that you have this this ability to uh, conjure up pictures for us when you when you put your words out there. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know if I'm aware of it, but um, oh, well, that's the, the lyrics. The lyrics are, are are always important. Yeah. Now listen, you're up to loads of things. I was, uh, Ian, give me a list of things. You're doing loads. You're in. Uh, you're in Lestole. I am back um, back to where that song came from. This Friday or Thursday, is it? This 16th, Thursday. This Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And you're in Monkstown, St John's Church in Monkstown, which I know down the road on the 18th. Then in Bantir in Cork in on the 11th. The NCH. You're, you're part of the tribute to Phil Lynott. I am. Yeah. God bless him. God bless him. Uh, a legend. Can I ask what you're singing? I, I'm doing cowboy song. Oh right. Um, yeah, it's it's such it's such an interesting thing to be paying tribute to one of your heroes who's so 
individual. Yes. Um, I think when you're interpreting anything, you have to find the balance of paying tribute to him, but then not, not trying to replicate it, because <clears> it's impossible. You have to make it your own, Yes. but still keep the essence of what, what that'll what, be a he great was night he yeah. was he was phenomenal he was yeah he really was yeah. and again again we talk about the singer songwriter he wrote the music and the words for yes. most of them but he also wrote incredibly sensitive songs he did um, about his daughters yeah uh, beautiful songs yeah Sarah uh, a number yes. of times Kathleen Kathleen too um, Little Girl Is Growing Up these are great songs beautiful that yeah. he wrote for, like he was a very sensitive fellow at the back of her he was and yeah. he, he had a book of, remember his mum was very proud she was with uh, Jackie Hayden was from used to be CBS Records and he was involved in uh, her book uh, Philomena. Yeah, and when she wrote the book. And part of that was uh, uh, the, the, the fact of the, how proud she was when the book of poetry came out. Mm. Because it, cause the words yeah. stand alone. Yeah, and it's something I, you know, I was a fan of Tin Lizzie. My dad is a huge fan of my mum. But yeah. I, you know, I would have known the hits, but I, I had to sing a song called Sarah, not the famous Sarah, about his grandmother. Yes. And it just lent itself to orchestra oh. so much. A beautiful melody. Almost like Schubert, it was so wistful and um, dreamlike. Oh you yeah, know? And, and of course it, it's the Orchid yeah. Concert Orchestra. Yeah, so they're brilliant, yeah. As we call them, the house band. The house Doesn't band. get any better. <laughs> but you're right, too, you're doing that and you're doing it at Wexford as well. Yeah. And you're in the Cork Opera House doing this uh, Beatles rearranged. I know, I'll is, try Anton, you know. You know, but I've noticed that. <laughs> well, you won't have much of a journey there when you go to that no. in Cork and in the bridge in Cologne and you've done lots. Listen, this um, this is Oscar is is the precursor to something else. You've yes. more coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what's next? So I, I think I'm going to record more of his poems set to music and some yeah. of Wilde's work. And then I'm writing songs about them, um, you know, both sides of them, the the, the sublime and the ridiculous and, of course. and, and the poignant. Um, yeah, but covering all those bases, which is... But Oscar, it's funny, you know, because it, it was a new type of writing for me because I write my own words as well yes. as music. But to write music, two words already existing. Um, and it really, this, this melody just fell out of the air in Paris. I remember talking to people before about that and people saying it just something just came to me in the middle of the night. Yeah. You woke up and it was just there and they just scribbled it down. Yeah, and it's very folky. It's quite Irish, the melody. Um, yeah. And it, you, I wonder, is it because I was in Paris and, and you get kind of nostalgic about where you're from or you're aware of how important he is as an Irish artist. Yes. So and there's also, a little bit of Chanos vocalisation. Well, that's okay, but I think you're right. I think the fact that you're in Paris and you're thinking about all these great people yeah. and the fact that they were away from home and yet they had found a new home while they were away and were respected while yes. they were away. Yeah. So you, you probably, that's probably it. It probably just flows through you. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is Oscar. Um, you're a joy. I love meeting, love chatting. Thanks for having me uh, very not much. Not at all. Now, when are we going to have an album is the next question Martin asked. We'll have to, we'll have to see. I would imagine um, we hope to do it for the, for the summer and and, okay. and there's, a, there's talks of maybe working with um, my friend Stephen James Smith maybe on a a live um, you know, show that that would be different from a gig. Well, that'd be brilliant. Or he could maybe interpret some of the words in his own way, and he's obviously a great poet. Yeah. So that could be an interesting one because be he's so synonymous with Dublin, and yet there's the Cork link with Neil Tobin and that's right. Cork meets Dublin, you know. That's right. I always remember meeting Neil Tobin in the local H. Williams supermarket in Gloucester. It's the funniest thing. What was he buying? Uh, I don't know what he was buying, <laughs> but he lived in Clontarf in, okay, on the north side yeah. of Dublin, and uh, it's a gorgeous conversation that went on for that's ages. Mad. Oh, he was. And he, he went to the man. school I'm teaching in. Would you believe he, he did? Not. He was a man boy, yeah, in Cork. Isn't that mad? Yeah. 
Oh, the links. Shady, we can stay here for the day. <laughs> but the linkage, the link yeah, with yeah, people, yeah. you know. Will you stay where you are? Uh, I will. While I Do you mind this? if I quickly say hello to my yes, little course. baby nephew, Teddy? Teddy. Um, who is uh, a joy. And what age is Teddy? Teddy is nine months. Teddy doesn't even know you're saying hello to him. And he's going to be a drummer. Is he? <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's going to be a drummer. He is. How do you know? He just loves, uh, like Tom Waits, he loves banging the pots and pans. way, isn't yeah. that gas? Great rhythm. Better rhythm Teddy. than me. Oh. Well, just keep the band going so that when I he's will. of an age. And Cork and Julie, who, who uh, are great swimmers, who, who swim in the sea sometimes with me. Are they Teddy's parents or anything? No, they're not. No. Um, Teddy's my, my uh, brother's son. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. so he's your nephew. So that's lovely. Yeah. Now, Jack O'Rourke is still with me because um, I'm not letting him go. Sea swimming. Are you sea swimming? I need to go back to When did you stop? I think I had my last swim. Um, when it got cold. In early January. Yeah. Break <laughs> <laughs> it. You've, uh, you've, you've given it up, have you? A bit? How long did you do it for? Um, we do it all year. Yeah. Um, maybe every second weekend. Yeah. And there's a lot of saunas by the beaches in Cork. So. Yeah. Saunas. So you book, book into the sauna. You're you, you, joking. You, you get warmed up. Well, you go in first as a kind of a form of punishment. What do you, you mean? A sauna, sauna. Yeah, sauna, sauna. That's a bit lame, isn't it? <laughs> my son, my son has been doing the swimming, the sea swimming for ages. He doesn't bother with those saunas. No, no, that's sauna <laughs> nonsense for him. And he comes home when he's anyway. He comes home yeah. when he gets himself sorted. But uh, that's gas. A yeah, I don't do the dry rub now. That's a bit too far for me. You don't? No, I did. Well, okay, but well. I, but I definitely. Um, yeah, it does wake you up. Have you, have, does, yeah. yeah. Well, I've never, no, I haven't. But I, he, yeah. he, 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 he tells me often about how good it feels when you've done that. Oh, it's great. Uh, and you captured the moment in your great song called... Sea Swimming. Sea Swimming. Uh, funnily enough, again, the linkage is ridiculous this morning. Uh, Jack, thank you so much. People Thanks have said, you ever me. play bloody Oscar and stuff on the <laughs> me? Uh, but you've been a real joy. I've enjoyed the conversation and it's lovely to see you again. You too. Also looking as well and fresh as you do. So um, it's important. You're keeping yourself, you're keeping yourself strong and good. I do my best. Yeah. Yeah, look at, this is Oscar uh, from uh, Jack O'Rourke and we look forward to, to the next story, the next phase. Lively, dumb in the darkness.